Welcome to a special episode of What Works. Today, I'm thrilled to announce a very personal change to the way I introduce myself here on the podcast and to the world. But first, a story. When I got married 11 years ago, I was depressed, ashamed, and feeling like I had no opportunities left in the way only a 25-year-old can feel. I'd always planned to keep my maiden name, which was Seafelt, but I also planned to be a successful academic with a published work or two under my belt by the time I got married. Instead, I was a grad school dropout working as a retail manager earning less than $30,000 per year. When I met my husband, I was so depressed that I hadn't been able to eat solid food in about a week. My weight had plummeted, and instead of a solid size 8 and 145 pounds as I'd been most of my life, I was struggling to keep my size 0 pants on my bony frame. I was a complete mess. Marrying my husband, in my tortured mind, seemed like the only solid opportunity I had left. Of course, when you're that depressed and unwell, making the decision to get married is never a good one. You could be marrying the best person on earth, even the best possible match for you, and you'd be in trouble. But marry I did. By choice and by plan, but after a life to that point of not wanting children, I became pregnant within three months. While pregnant with my daughter, I was put on Zoloft in an attempt to quell the early symptoms of prenatal depression. It worked beautifully. The medication took the edge off and helped me to see new possibilities. I started to feel more in control, more confident, and more capable again. This state of mind helped me make room for starting a small business. The business has grown into co-commercial. I started doing things that made me feel like me again, writing, reading, and thinking. At the same time, it became clear that my marriage was just not going to work. It was a rough time and I didn't handle it very maturely, but eventually we made the mutual decision to split up. This was a really positive step in the right direction, even if it caused some logistical difficulties initially. One such difficulty was realizing that I had started to build a brand and a reputation with a name that didn't feel like my own, Gentilly. I considered changing it as we finalized our divorce, but going back to Seafelt seemed like a domain name nightmare, and I wasn't creative enough to come up with something on my own. But that was then, and this is now. When I created my 2018 goal list, I put changing my last name on it, along with climbing a V5 graded boulder problem did it, doing 10 unassisted pull-ups, I'm at six, running a sub 30 minute 5k, I did 28.18 last month, and hiking the Highline Trail in Glacier National Park. It's on the schedule. Even if my longtime partner and I weren't going to get married, I was going to change my name to something else. Well, last week in Glacier National Park, in front of the lake, the mountains, and two family members, we did get married. And getting married happens to make the paperwork a little bit easier. Before the big day, we toyed with the idea of both of us changing our names, but in the end, I decided on simplicity and doing, for the second time, the decidedly unmodern thing of taking his last name. I'm now Tara McMullen, and you'll hear the new name on this podcast starting next week. The rest of my digital presence will transition over the coming weeks and months. Personally, this was an easy decision. Professionally, it causes me some anxiety. I've spent the last decade building name recognition, credibility, and a reputation as Tara Gentile. I've done podcast interviews, spoken at events, been a featured expert, written books, and been a best-selling business instructor as Tara Gentile. As the time for the change is now, it's finally starting to sink in how big of an undertaking this is going to be. 
Some of the changes will be or have been easy. I've changed my email addresses already. I'm redirecting my personal website to one with my new name. I'll take on new social media handles. But there will doubtlessly be difficult changes too. The difference now is that I am fit mentally, physically, and business-wise and ready to tackle the challenge. Last month, I asked a group that we run to consider the stories they have around themselves and their businesses. I realized shortly after, while reading their reflections on our discussion, that this is my opportunity to write a new story for myself, and this is just the prologue. Who will Tara McMullen be as a leader, an executive, and a movement maker? What story will she live? How will she create the change she wants to see in the world? I'll be spending the next couple of weeks, and I'm sure much longer, figuring that out. Thanks for listening to this special episode of What Works. We'll be back next week with our regularly scheduled programming, including upcoming interviews with Don't Panic Management founder Jess Ostroff, financial behaviorist Jaquette Timmons, and Cozy Cow co-founders Chris Tan and Kat Liu. 